Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. And away we go. This is Rolling with Ungayo right here on CannabisRadio.com and Stitcher and iTunes and all that good stuff. Welcome back. Today is the 12th of July. It's approximately 9 o'clock in the morning. Western time. Western time? Does it? Does it? No. Pacific daylight or whatever standard. It's 9 in the morning is the point, and it's very early for me but we shall persevere okay dessert first that's uh oh wait we forgot to thank uh saturn ranch and chameleon glass and fire sale.com uh it's firexsale.com by the way um dessert first you know uh, i haven't really had a lot of desserts this week i don't know why i had a bunch of friend of mine brought over a bunch of breakfast breads from panera so i've been they have these little like orange ginger scones that are delicious, and uh, the double chocolate chip cookie is also really good. Oh, and also, you know, uh, from the success of the bread pudding uh, a couple weeks ago at the Limelight in Sacramento, I decided to have another bread pudding at this place in Berkeley, and it was not as successful. It was a very dry uh, pudding that didn't have a sauce, really, and it wasn't seasoned. It was It was... It was not my favorite bread pudding. It was nothing. Uh, listen, listen. There's there's a few reasons to come to Sacramento. One, to see me. Two, we're a cool town. We're relatively expensive. Three, the limelight has great bread pudding, but um, but but the other bread pudding was not was not. It doesn't matter. But that, that's the whole dessert segment. It's very quick. It's very quick this time. We're going to talk about um, uh, traveling which is what the show is ostensibly about. So I'm, I was just out in San Francisco yet again. A friend of mine was doing a burlesque show, and then I was doing a comedy show at a marijuana-friendly art gallery. And I also stopped in at a nice social lounge. That's one of the things that uh, California is just getting into now, right, with the new legalization, with uh, with everything going to be cool and shit. They're opening... Social clubs, right? Because the way the law works in California and also in Colorado is you're not supposed to technically you're not supposed to smoke marijuana outside, right? You're supposed to smoke marijuana in the privacy of your own privates. Um, so in San Francisco, this creates a challenge because tourists are going to come to town. And uh, my homie was just pointing out the other day that San Francisco sees like hundreds of thousands of tourists in a day. And there's only 750 people, 750 people. 700,000 people live there and they see sometimes 700,000 tourists, which doubles the whole intake of your city. Those guys got to go somewhere to smoke weed. So San Francisco has been on the forefront of uh, allowing more 420 friendly social clubs. And see, some of you guys don't remember back in the day, 1990 ish in the mid nineties. That's how all, not all, but virtually all of the, medical cannabis dispensaries in 
the Bay Area were also social lounges, right? So you could go in, you could buy your marijuana, and you could sit there and smoke marijuana. And that that was the business model. This is, that was Dennis Perone's big, giant, three-foot uh, building on the heart of Market Street. That was how the Berkeley Patients Group did it. That was how um, uh, Vapor Room did it on Hay Street. That was how a bunch of places did it. You just you go in and you buy your weed, and you can sit and you smoke your weed. It's kind of built on the coffee shop model of Amsterdam, right, where you go in, you buy some coffee buy some weed and then you sit there and drink coffee and smoke weed. Uh, but it, it got away from that as, as medicinal cannabis clubs started proliferate pro proliferate and cities started to pay more attention to them because there were so many of them. Um, one of the things that happened was the city councils were like, yeah, okay, well you can have clubs, but you can't smoke. You can't have anybody consuming you can't have on-site consumption because we don't want anyone getting stoned and drive to home of course you know you can have as many bars as a city can hold but uh we wouldn't want anyone smoking weed and driving home all those studies have shown that stoners are relatively safe and way safer way safer than than drunk drivers but it was cool so we went to the barbary coast on mission street and they had a nice house they had really uh, some pretty good weed i smoked uh um a key lime pie, which I thought was very, very delicious. And then a blue lightning, which had a sharp, a sharp flavor. I thought it was very well named, it had a little blueberry uh, in the front and then a very sharp, I don't know, almost like a lightning. <laughs> Can you, does lightning have flavor? It probably smells like burning pennies or, or copper. <laughs> I've never been struck by lightning. So I, don't, I don't know what the taste is in your mouth, but it had kind of a shockingly blue flavor to it which was uh pretty good actually so i sat in there for a minute and then we went to uh this art gallery whose name escapes me and uh my boy simper high sesh you can find them on uh on instagram set up a uh he had a little setup there was a couple vendors and then there was a bunch of comedy and uh, fried chicken tenders and organic french fries and it was delicious and there's something about telling jokes in an art gallery while you can hear someone's little baby deep fryer gurgling in the background that made for a very stony experience, right? So there was that. Uh, so we're looking forward to social clubs in in California. And, uh, and I lost my train of thought for a minute. Oh, okay, I remember what I was going to talk about. We were going to talk about uh, weed. <laughs> Because that's what this show is about, <laughs> and 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 various and how the new uh, there's a lot more regionalism is coming through, right? So my homie just gave me a stack of marijuanas. Do you can you put marijuana in a stack? A bunch of different marijuanas from Salinas, Salinas, California, and I've never really thought of Salinas. I've been hanging out in the Salinas Valley and at Monterey for 15, 20 odd years, right? We used to do comedy down at the planet Gemini back when it was a cannery row. And then uh, even more recently when it moved next to the all night adult bookstore, uh, we've been doing comedy there and I've never really smoked. I can't really say that I've smoked anybody's weed from Salinas where I was like, Oh my God, people in Salinas are growing crazy weed. This is nutty. They've always been kind of conservative, right? Monterey's got a, an army base, and 
And so while it is on the coast of California, it's still uh, somewhat of a conservative town. But yet they're starting to take steps. The Monterey County has decided that. So this is what happened. Back in the day in Salinas Valley, they used to grow all your cut flowers, right? All your like your uh, tulips and roses and and baby breath and aster and all those things. Right. And so people would buy big greenhouses and they grow all kind of commercial flowers that you could get your old, old uh, romantic interest for the Valentine's day or for if you fucked up or just cause flowers are nice. Maybe someone's leaving the office or whatever. But what happened was the rules changed and the international growers, the cats from Colombia and Venezuela started to take over the market because they could grow them even way cheaper, even with the shipping costs. And so they undercut the whole thing. So a lot of these greenhouses were going to waste and were and were falling apart and people were losing money and starting to lose property. So the county of Monterey, in a very smart move, said, listen, we're going to embrace commercial marijuana, but you can only grow it on old farmland that maybe has a greenhouse. And people went, fuck yeah. And they started growing crazy greenhouse weed. So I've been smoking this weed from uh, Monterey OG, which stands for Monterey Ocean Grown, even though they're in Salinas, which is a little farther from the ocean than Monterey. But listen, you know, branding is important. And uh, it's really good, man. I smoked a blackjack. I smoked a lemonjack. I smoked a platinum cookies. I smoked a white buffalo. How do you smoke a white buffalo? You need a big smoker. And uh, that's a classic what you guys do for Thanksgiving? We smoked a turkey. Really? How do you roll it? And we smoked a, <laughs> That's funny to me. I don't care. I don't care. And uh, the Orgasmic OG was also really, really good. Oh, oh and a gelato. They had a, I have a, a gelato, which is kind of purpley. I'll post, I think I posted a picture of it on my Twitter. It's kind of purpley, but it's very, very smooth and really delicious and slightly heavy, but not overwhelming, if that makes sense. Uh, and so, man, Salinas is smashing the game. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, California is going to need – we're going to be legal here in five months, right? So everybody's going to start opening their dispensaries and whatnot. We're going to need a lot of weed. Hopefully everybody's going to have a great harvest season because Nevada just legalized weed uh, July – well, July 1st is when all the dispensaries are – dispensaries, recreational purchasing facilities. I don't know what they call them. Open. Right. So they open July 1st. Here we are on July 12th and Nevada has declared a state of emergency <laughs> because they're running out of weed. I think it's state of emergency. I don't really think running out of weed allows you to um, use federal funds for disaster relief. <laughs> Maybe. That would be pretty funny. We're out of weed. Quick, calls the national the national guard to close the schools. Uh, but they're running out of weed in Nevada, even though they probably grew a lot of weed and, and tried to lay it. But this always happens, right? Uh, Colorado ran out of weed a little bit. Washington hella ran out of weed when they first legalized. I think Oregon managed to do all right, but Oregon's got a strong uh, outdoor grow scene. Oregon's always had a strong outdoor grow scene, so that's one of the differences between say. Uh, Washington and Denver and Nevada versus Oregon and California. We have good, strong outdoor growers out here. So it's easier for these things to happen. So we're going to come back a little more and talk about uh, social clubs and California legalization and, and all these things and things that people can do. And maybe a little bit of Jeff sessions in just a few moments right here. 
Rolling with Dungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right. All right, all right. It's early in the morning. I have yet to have coffee, and yet I'm here podcasting for you because I love you. I love every one of you that listens, uh, every every single every single person of you. I'm getting excited because I'm going to head up to the middle of Oregon tomorrow uh, morning to play the Crawfest in Powell Butte, Oregon, which is just outside of Bend which I'm sure clears it right up. What you do is you drive up Highway 5 till you get to Weed, and then you veer off and you go straight up the 97 North uh, through Klamath Falls, past Crater Lake, through the Three Sisters Mountains. You get to Bend, and then you turn right, and then you drive around for about 20 minutes, so you think you're kind of lost. And then you see a sign that'll say, Crawfest! And then you go to the Crawfest, and we're going to go there, and we're going to smoke weed and drink. Those guys drink and eat hot dogs, and smash cars. They generally have a car every year that is abandoned and beat up, a junker, and then uh, they provide bats and gloves and smashing things and goggles. And then you can smash a car late at night after you've been drinking, which is really the best time. It's just really the best way <laughs> to do it at the Crawfest. So, Social clubs. Social clubs are very important. We've talked about this before. And it's not just because uh, that that people need a place to smoke weed. But it's also, you know, when it comes to medical cannabis, and I think that was the thing that, that people forgot a lot of and, and they get away from. Cannabis is a social drug. So if somebody's got some sort of ailment or problem, 
and they can go hang out in a place and talk to someone else who may have similar ailments or problems. This is nice. This is this is healing. This is uh, this is one of those things. And, and I think sometimes we think people should should handle their infirmities or disabilities or, or challenges all by themselves, which is not really what we're supposed to be doing, right? This is America. We're supposed to look out for the little guy. You're supposed to fight for the underdog and stand up for these things and all this good shit. And it's harder. It's harder and harder because people want to take the stupid way out. We have Jeff Sessions as the, the attorney general for the United States of America. And he, He's ridiculous. That's the best way to put it. He just gave a speech uh, a day ago, two days ago, where he praised, praised, praised the old DARE program, right? Was, I don't even know what D-A-R-E stands for. DARE to keep children off of drugs. Remember that that program, right, where, where it has been proven, this program has been proven by the government itself, by a department of the government overseen by the Department of Justice, which is where Jeff Sessions is the head, right? Proven to be ineffective in keeping children off of or away from drugs. And yet he still touts it. He wants to bring it back. He wants to bring back mandatory minimums. He said, I should find the quote. I'm going to find this quote. He said something to the effect of, we don't need rehabilitation. We don't need uh, to, to, to work with the community on this. Cops, are the rehabilitation. Cops are the way that we keep people off of drugs. Cops don't keep people off of drugs. Cops keep people in jail. I don't understand how you can live so long and not understand these things. It's a willful ignorance. It's willful. It's willful. He's going out of his way to be ignorant so he can continue to lock up mostly brown and black people, right? Jeff Sessions was the man who was too racist to be a judge in 1986. That was in 1986 when we were way more racist, right? And so now that we got a giant racist nationalist in the White House, we get to have a racist for our attorney general. And he wants to bring back mandatory minimums. He wants to make sure that brown people go to jail for weed. He wants to make sure that if you got a drug problem, you don't get treatment, you get jail time. That's not going to treat your drug problem, right? That's just a waste of money. It's a waste of lives. It's a waste. It's not efficient, right? It's not cool, man. We, we, it, it's, it's, uh, it's sad. What are you going to do? Hopefully, they will all be arrested for treason and, and colluding with the Russians. I don't know if you saw what Don Jr. did. It's, it's, it's very interesting, these guys. They don't um, – being a political criminal is different than being a run-of-the-mill, everyday mobster criminal. You understand where I'm coming from, right? Uh, running money laundering real estate scams or, or – laundering your money for drugs or being a, a illegal drug dealer is a different form of criminality than being a corrupt mayor or a corrupt president or a corrupt congressperson. There's different ways to go about it. You have to hide things differently. And these guys don't know any better, right? He's got an email. He Don Jr. released the email himself. He released the email himself. The, they, they sent him an email saying, hey, listen, um, I got this Russian lady wants to talk to you. Uh, a, a lady from the Russian government wants to talk to you about some dirt we have on Hillary Clinton. Right. And instead of going, hey, uh, dude, we can't fuck with the Russians right now. We're running for president. He went, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I want to see that shit. 
let me go collude with your Russian spy to see what's up. And he invented it. And he released the email himself. These guys, man, come on. Come on. They should go to jail just for being dumb, right? That's one of those things, man. Sometimes you don't get fired for being racist. You get fired for being a dumbass. You understand? For not keeping your racist bullshit to yourself, right? At least Steve Carlton, uh, lefty, one of the best pitchers of all time, Hall of Famer, crazy, rad- don't follow him on Twitter unless you just want to be mad, radical fucking right winger. He had the good sense during his career to keep his fucking mouth shut, right? And then he made the Hall of Fame. And then he came out and espoused all his ridiculous views. But it's too late. We already accepted him as a baseball player. But then, then he came out with, with his ridiculousness and and bullshit and stuff. So I just, just people do it wrong. Just people do it wrong. These guys don't, they don't understand. They think that when you become the president, it's like being the king and it's a whole different, it's a whole different thing. It's not, it's not ruling, it's governing. And these guys can't govern. They don't know how to govern, right? They don't know how to, how to, to compromise, how to get things done, how to talk to people, how to assuage how to persuade. Assuage is a good word. No one uses that word enough anymore. A-S-S-U-A-G-E. Assuage. Which is not, you know, the money you get paid for twerking. That's an ass wage. That's completely different. (laughs) It's very early and I have children, so these are the jokes. You get the, the dad jokes this early in the day. Um, so that's the thing, right? We're just we're beset with incompetence. We could be even further along in our legal things, but we're not. But we're not. But hey, listen, uh, we're gonna have legal weed in California in just a few months. I was actually talking to the weed czar of Sacramento, right? And that's that's something you do. Sacramento's got a weed czar, and he seems to be pretty smart and uh, and on top of things and a cool dude, and he understands cannabis and bureaucracy which is very important because he's going to be dealing with the can of bureaucracy uh, a lot. Um, And that's nice, but it's, I don't know, man. I'm just saying like work hard, you guys legalize weed, do the right thing. When you vote, don't let racism interfere with your, with your life, (laughs) even though it's virtually impossible and make, make good ass wages when you twerk. All right, this segment's a couple minutes short, but I don't care. We're going to come back in a few more minutes and talk about some other things right here on CannabisRadio.com. Rolling with Ungayo. With Ungayo. Peace. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. This is Bobby Black, host of Blazin', here to talk to you about 420 Science. I've known Matt and Gary from 420 Science for over a decade. We've spent a lot of time together at the Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam, the Doobie Awards in their hometown of Austin. They were even at my wedding. And I've always admired their integrity and how they've built 420 Science from the ground up to become the most trusted online head shop. Visit 420science.com slash podcast for an exclusive deal on pipes and more from genuine people who put their customers first. That's 420science.com slash podcast. 
The cannabis industry continues to grow in Massachusetts. Canacon Boston is where you learn everything and meet everyone in the cannabis industry. Canacon Boston is coming to Heinz Convention Center July 13th through the 15th. Get tickets right now at Canacon.org. This will be the biggest cannabis event in Boston all year. Meet over 3,000 professionals in the cannabis industry at Canacon Boston July 13th through the 15th. Get your tickets and all access passes now at Canacon.org. The cannabis industry is booming. Don't miss out. Canacon.org. Get your tickets today. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, we're back. This is Rolling with Ungayo right here on CannabisRadio.com. We're going to thank everybody at CannabisRadio.com. We're going to thank you, and we're going to thank Comedian Glass. If you use NGAIO420 on the, uh, in the uh, checkout box, you get a few percentages off of your things that you purchase. My brain is not really working. If you always just smoke some weed, it probably wouldn't help. We're also going to thank Saturn Ranch for, uh, I pulled a muscle in my back and I got to say their salve is smashing it. It's fantastic. And they make a great granola and, and lip balm and all sorts of stuff. We're going to thank Fire XL and we're going to thank you, like you said. Okay. Hey, I think I found that thing that Jeff, uh, Jeff, uh, Sessions said about the, uh, the dare thing. First of all, he's saying that crime is going up because We've reduced bad crime minimums, but it's not true, right? There's a ten. Uh, crime has fallen sharply over the past 25 years. So there, there's been a small uptick uh, lately, but I don't think that's because the, we we cut down on mandatory minimums. I just think that uh, white people are losing their minds and attacking more people because <laughs> there's been a great uptick in hate crimes. Sorry, Caucasian people, for bringing it up for you, but collective responsibility is a thing. So. Fucking go deal with your folks. Um, where is the, I'm trying to find that quote? Maybe I couldn't find it. I thought I had it. Uh, shit, I'll find. It. I'll post it on the Instagram. Whatever. I didn't have it. We'll find it. Anyway, we're coming up on some things. What do we got going on? We got the uh, Crawfest is this weekend. I'm gonna be at. Tom, I just added this gig. Tommy T's Comedy Club, Rancho Cordova, July 21st and 22nd. In Rancho Cordova, California, Tommy T, Tommy T's, Tommy T's Comedy Club. Say that fast. Tommy T's Comedy Club, Tommy T's Comedy Club, Tommy T's Comedy Club. We're going to be there with uh, Tavi and Michael Calvin Jr. and D. Tyler and maybe right, Reggie Romney. It's going to be a good time. Come on out. I'll post the link. Coming up, the Seattle Hemp Fest is in Seattle, August 18th, 19th, and 20th. Also on August 20th, I will be at the Tacoma Comedy Club for the Dope Show, which is where we do a show and then we go out and smoke weed and then we do more of a show. Um, Monday morning, August 21st, I will be somewhere in Salem, Oregon, looking at the total eclipse of the sun. So you can meet me up there for that. I probably have some other gigs laying around in uh, September 16th. September 16th is the Fancy Pants Cannabis Tasting Party. 
man, that's coming up fast. Everybody better get ready. September 16th, fancy fans Canada. September 16th is the Fancy Pants Cannabis Tasting Party that will be held in Fair Oaks, California. And then harvest season is coming, so be ready. We're going to harvest all the weed, and we're going to smoke it. And that's how these things go. Um, There was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember. Give me a minute. Give me another minute. Okay, so to sum up. This is what we're summing up. Social clubs for smoking marijuana, good, right? This is great. San Francisco's got quite a few of them. And it, to me, it felt like it was coming back around, like things come full circle, because that's how we first started was they were social clubs. And then it just got around to just straight dispensaries. You just come in, you buy your weed, and you leave, which I guess is cool, but it's kind of bullshit. So now they're back. The speakeasies are back. The social clubs are back. This is great. These are good things. For everybody, people like to sit around and smoke weed, and some people don't like to hang out in bars, or they can't smoke weed in their apartment building, so they get to they, uh, there's a place they can go and to do that. That's nice. That's more jobs. That's more industry. That's more good stuff, right? So, yay, social lounges! I've been to some cool social lounges. We should talk about that too. Oh, I was going to talk about the Fourth of July, and I totally forgot, and we're running out of time. I was just going to say this Fourth of July was a little difficult for me this year because we've had a lot of things to deal with this fascism and this bullshit. Uh, and so I wasn't sure how I was feeling. I generally like to celebrate American ideals and I like to celebrate independence. Uh, but I'm not sure we had been taking the proper steps forward to be able to do that. However, I got to say, watching a lot of these young immigrant kids, uh, you see whole families, so whole young Asian families wearing all their red, white, and blue and their fancy hats. And I saw a thing on Twitter where there was a Mexican family lived across the street from a uh, Asian Indian family, right? And those cats had like a little cross-cultural party on 4th of July, right? They played some Indian music, they played some Mexican music, everybody danced and shit and had a great time. And that's what I'm talking about, right? That's God bless America for that. That's the whole kind of deal. That's the thing. We're all supposed to come together and chop it up, man, and make cool fusion food and eat fucking Korean tacos and 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 you know curry goat tacos <laughs> this, this, that's how that's how i feel that's how i feel and so that was great that was great that put me in a much better mindset toward enjoying the ideals that's the thing about being an american you have to hold your country up to its ideals it's built in it's baked into the constitution right it's not love it or leave it it's like enjoy it and if you don't fucking like it get out into the streets and fucking fix it and these are important things, and these are things that we have to remember. These are things that we have to keep doing in order to make sure that our country is heading in the right direction. So I did want to talk about that for a moment. Okay, and so we talked about where I'm going to be. Uh, I don't think I have any other gigs between that and September, and that's it. That's it. Eat good, you guys. Have fun. Listen to people smoke weed. Smoke weed from Salinas, really. Greenhouse weed. And that's a that's also a new thing, right? The greenhouse weed is just really starting to get into uh, prominence or prevalence, right? It's always just been either indoor or sun grown, but now these big giant greenhouses and this light deprivation. And when they first started the light deprivation, I don't I can't say that the flavors were especially delicious, but I feel like they're coming along now. All right, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. We thank you again. We thank uh, Zach for being a great producer or Rick. Is it Rick or Zach? That's what I said. We'd like to thank Rick for being a great producer. 
I'm sorry, man. It is so early in the morning. Zach used to be the producer, but now Rick is the producer, and he's better than Zach. And you fucking tell Zach I said that. Don't tell Zach. But Rick is kicking ass right now because I'm fucking rambly and disjointed because it's nine in the morning. Eat good. Eat dessert first because you might get hit by a car. You never know what's going to happen. Smoke weed. Support your friends. Fight evil. Fight fascism. Tell Jeff Sessions he could kiss your ass. There's no reason to bring back the old ineffective D.A.R.E. program. Listen, when I was in fourth grade, man, our teacher sat us down and we just talked about drugs. There was no trying to scare everybody. We talked about the good things. We talked about the bad things. We read stories from people who'd done it. We read stories from people who had great experiences, stories from people who had bad experiences. Everybody gets to make their own decision. Like, I kind of decided right then that marijuana might be okay. And I didn't even start smoking weed till college, right? But from one of the things I learned about all these other things, I've never really had any desire to do any heroin or opiums or anything. I've never done acid. I like mushrooms. I like weed. And that's the thing, right? You have to... Education is always better than, than instilling fear or prohibiting, Right? Because you don't want to instill uh, uh, a fatal curiosity, right? Curiosity killed the cat. Satisfaction brought back. But, but that's, that's the thing, right? So stay educated. Keep learning. Keep progressing. Keep loving. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. And we'll talk to you later next week right here on Rolling With The Guy. Ass wages. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.